Battle fans, and welcome to the second edition of our new series of Match of the Week, where myself, Lorcan Mullen, and my co-host, Simon Cross, have expanded the Let Me Tell You Something brand out once more, where we're discussing matches that may not have the full five-star rating for Dave Meltzer, but we still think they're worthy of a discussion. As we said before, the format is going to be the I pick the on number episodes, and Simon picks the even numbers. Simon, what has been your first choice for this new series of episodes? To quote Buzz Aldrin in The Simpsons, second comes right after first. We're going in hot. We're going in with one of our limited WWE picks. We are self-rationing, just to broaden your palettes, as it were. A match I've talked about a few times before, and a match I think truly stands up within its subcategory. We're talking about WrestleMania 24, one of the big matches featuring one of the uh, greatest performers in their industry. But it's not Ric Flair. It's, in fact... Floyd Money Mayweather taking on The Big Show. I think he got paid $20 million storyline-wise for it. Oh, in the storyline, okay. Yeah. I did see a sign at one point saying Floyd Mayweather, $20 million. That- I find it hard to believe bro- Floyd Mayweather brought $20 million worth of a ticket. Again, it was gimmicks. I don't know what he's yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, this show didn't outsell the previous year with uh, Donald Trump in the uh, hair versus hair thing. Yeah. So that so. means Floyd's not... As likely to become US president. No. Who thought it? It feels more possible now than it used to. Oh, yeah. All better off, anymore. really. So, so you've said in the past, Simon, that you consider this of your experience of watching them, because I had said that I think maybe the Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Triple H, Short, uh, hmm. Man, if it counts as a celebrity match, I say is the best celebrity match I've ever seen. And you always countered incorrectly with this match. Why <laughs> is it that you rate this match so highly within its own genre? Uh, subgenre of wrestling. I think there's two main arguments as to why I, I put this forward. Argument number one is the way it had to overcome itself. So this angle starts at the previous WWE pay-per-view where uh, I think Rey Mysterio takes on Edge, but Mysterio's injured, fights valiantly, loses. Big Show then comes out afterwards and just tosses him about and starts battering him. Big and Show Floyd hadn't didn't... made his like return after over a year and a bit away, hadn't he? I think he'd he'd left soon after the December to dismember ECW show, I think, where he was just yeah. a wreck at that point. He was clearly, That's... I think he was at his he... heaviest he'd ever been. He just needed some time off from a medical point, yeah. So he comes back, just starts battering Mysterio, and Floyd's in the crowd. Floyd jumps, because Floyd and Mysterio had interacted before on the pay-per-view. Floyd jumps the barrier, Big Show's all mocking and stuff like that, sinks to his knees and goes, go on, hit me with your best shot. and Fire away. (laughs) Floyd bloodies his nose, and uh, Big Show has said this since in a Talk Is Jericho podcast. It's like, Floyd had the, the level of precision to hit my nose in the exact right way where blood poured out of it, but not break it. Wow. The amount of respect they both have for box, like they had for well, boxing. Well, he tried to possibly get into boxing in the interim, hadn't he? he yeah, he had he'd a been hot... sparring and training in it, but I think he just thought it wasn't right He didn't for have him. the ability. Mm. He, he said as much, basically. So that was at like... the time where you were just having kind of the, the heavyweight boxing division was sort of becoming a bit of a freak show at that point, I think. Yeah, um, let's see. So this, this is 2008. So this is like val- peak value of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Hay beating him. And that was a god-awful fight. Like, yeah, heavyweight boxing 
was being basically strangled by freaks and or the very boring style from a casual perspective of the Klitschko. Yeah, I mean, um, they were huge draws in Europe, in mainland Europe, but outside but it, of that, like, it appeal. And, you know, uh, the, the only match the rest of the world was interested in was Klitschko v Klitschko, and they were never going to do that. They'd promised their mother as such. Mm. So, effectively, you've got a dead division. So you've got you start off this with like small Floyd Mayweather standing up to a bully and defending his friend, and you've yeah, got a great but it's Floyd Mayweather who's an asshole, <laughs> and this is it, and you've got a bloody big show as a, a really great visual, really great start. I also remember that, Shane McMahon that... came out to calm him down. There's always been that long time storyline friendship between the two. Yeah, they get on. They really do. I think it was a Shane was key in getting this together. Um, but they've never really, they never really referred to that after the Shane came back. I don't think I can't yeah. think of any example of that. No, but Big Show was sort of done by that point anyway, and now he's uh, happily starring in Netflix series. <laughs> you start off with obviously the great visual, everything's fantastic. Then Floyd speaks, and you're is... reminded that it's Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, is this just and... after he's beaten Hatton? Uh, 2008, I think so. It's around that time. Yeah. He's 39 and 0, so I think, yes, he yeah. had done Hatton at this point. People just didn't like Floyd ever, anyway, yeah. really. Uh, and the crowd were just booing him. I think the crowd were also rejecting the fact that this match was going to take place. So there was an element of that, and they had to lean into it. Well, but yeah. and this get, comes to my second strand of why I rate this match so highly, because it interweaves, and that is... Floyd Mayweather, the man. Floyd Mayweather, as a fighter and the way he promotes himself, is one of the closest things we see to the way a professional sportsman in a different discipline promotes himself like a wrestler. Well, I mean, that's always he been the tradition like, of boxing. Yeah. Boxing and wrestling have always blurred the lines, you know. Yeah, but he's brilliant at I mean, it. He calls out the Mexican wrestlers on Cinco de Mayo. He is a heel. He mm. plays a heel character. He's, he's made a lot of money out of people paying to watch him hopefully lose. He's got, he's got everything. Like people want to see him get hit, but you can't hit him. He's that confident. He's got a bit choosy with his opponents towards the tail end of his well, streak. Well, the whole thing has that's... always been who he's picked the right person at the right time that he held off for fighting Pacquiao until he was physically more spent. He'd had a few losses when he finally fought. And obviously the whole McGregor sideshow, yeah. which I think stems, if this wasn't as fun or as much of a success or if Floyd didn't enjoy it, I I don't know. He would have took the McGregor fight, but I don't know if he'd have uh, been quite so keen to do it per se. No, I think McGregor. I think Mayweather always knew that was going to make me a lot of money, and I was probably not going to lose. Yeah, and that's the whole. That's the two things. Can I make money? Will I lose my undefeated streak? And one was very likely, and the other was very unlikely. Yeah, I think he was also a little bit reassured of how well this had like done because people people could have just gone. It's, it's not going to work. It's like a style clash sort of thing. But he'd been into another world already. Mm. And I think it gave him a little bit more comfort in his decision. And in terms of the match itself, I think considering it's someone who has very, very, very limited experience, working with such a size difference, Floyd does a really good job. Even though he doesn't have to do yeah. a lot. Well, that's, but, the, that's the thing I noticed about this. Not a lot happens in this match. Yeah. They they fill it out. It was like we were saying that there's very few... Like, if you made the list in the previous match of Rogers, there's, there's maybe a, a dozen moves just done in repeatedly. In Mayweather Big Show, the match goes about 
13 minutes, 15 minutes. And there's at least half of that is dead time. Not dead time, but it's milking the crowd. It's working with the entourage. They don't engage very much at all. It's it's Gaga. It's things like Floyd Mayweather after he's evaded Big Show and got out of his way and like is at full arrogance. Mm. Oh, I'm just too quick for you. He then takes a drink out of his chalice thing. <laughs> that is beautiful. Or it's like, you know, Floyd doesn't take a lot of the big bumps, but his entourage is there to do that. You know, it's one of the entourages that goes flying off the apron after that's handed in the chalice. And then, you know, I mean, that's not to say Floyd took more than I expected him to take when I, yes. when I watched it. I was surprised that he took the chops. I was surprised he took a full flat back bump sidewalk slam, but that's such a controlled move that you can do and like floyd doesn't really even need to learn how to bump in that moment to do yeah it, you know? big show was fully in command of that situation yeah like you can see because he's putting all the weight onto the rope that he's holding down on although at one point he does step over him and like you can obviously you can shift your weight and you can put it on your toes and all that but at one point he is standing on him yeah for a split second and you know floyd Floyd plays up to it. Floyd does his role, like you say, he does it well. I mean, I'm curious to see if what they originally planned for it to be, and then when they saw the crowd go the way they did, they felt like, well, we've got to turn it into Floyd is the heel, and so it's the big show that makes the comeback. It's Floyd that cheats. It's Floyd that you know has to cheat to win at the end and puts him in a sleeper hold. Big show has to fight from underneath or as close yeah. as he can to doing that. But like I said, like in the first two minutes of the match, they establish it's speed over power. If Big Show can't, like most Floyd Mayweather matches, if you can't hit him, even if he's not hurting you with his shots that much. He's, he's I mean, it's funny, more, really, that it is, even though he's a boxer, he doesn't knock the Big Show out with a punch. He has to knock him out with a brass knuckles punch. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great way of protecting Big Show, yeah, that, well, Big Show And the very, fact he was yeah. getting, getting up yeah. at the 10 count. Yeah. Um... I think, it was, I think they deliberately also... It's always curious when you see which referees they put in the match with them. Like when, when they had the WrestleMania 1 match and they had the WrestleMania 11 match, Lawrence Taylor and Mr. T, they had Pat Patson in the ring so that he could guide the wrestler through. So with this one, they had Steve Armstrong, who yeah. has who was a wrestler, so he could always keep it calm. Uh, with WCW, Not they would usually have... With WCW, they would very often have Nick Patrick there. Yeah. Sometimes with, like, two inexperienced wrestlers, it would often be Nick Patrick that would actually guide them through the match and tell them what to do next, you know? Mm. So I, I figured that's the logic behind having Steve Armstrong there. But, yeah, yeah I, I, my, 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 I must say, though, my very first note about this was uh, Floyd Mayweather's shorts are dumb. Boxing shorts in general are ridiculous. Uh, basically got MC Hammer parachute pants And that's on. the thing, cause he, I, I don't think he would wear shorts that long in a boxing match. I think it's part of his they whole, like... bloody long, though, nowadays. I'm yeah. not a fan of those sort of... I'm not well, saying Ty- Tyson the... Fury sort of reverted it with his short shorts. Yeah. I'm not saying we have to go back to the old Rocky Balboa days or, like, 80s football, you know. <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a balance between the two. I mean, I know Ian Holloway suggested bringing them back for... What are the ladies like? They like seeing men with their legs. Make them wear short shorts again. They're not pieces of meat, Ian. <laughs> it's weird that goes through fashions as well, because then, like, the next decade, in the early 90s, they're wearing, like, 18 and 1890s big puffy shorts, and now it's yeah, oh, somewhere in between, you know? Yeah, and the big puffy, like, kits they had yeah, back then, the yeah. giant collars. Yeah, now they're just skin tight, which does no actual, you know, fan in the stands any favours, mm. you know? 
Yeah, replica kits are more depressing these days. <laughs> Possibly why 90s kits... Um, yeah, like, that's past- probably right, actually. Like- that is probably why. <laughs> They're doing so well. Uh, back in the days where I might not have been quite so embarrassed wearing those kits. <laughs> I can breathe in and out wearing a football shirt? So Sign think- me up. But yeah, like it's just milking it and like playing to the crowd. Long gaps in between. like He hits Floyd with a chop and then he's playing to the crowd. Like... They go in one more time and all that, you know, it's uh, it's very, you know, it's bare bones, which is what these sort of things should be, which is why I prefer if we're counting it the Ronda Rousey match, because that is more intricate. They do do more. They, mm. you know, they, they go longer. It's a more epic story. There's more cool moments like her trading off with Triple H and all that kind of stuff. But, but it's, think, not, it's not an either reason... or. We'll hold that off for one of my picks at a later date, yeah. you know? I think the reason I go the other side is because when they lent into the skid and had Floyd be an arse, it was just so natural and just felt so right and so smooth. Yeah, Where, I don't know how whereas Ronda, Ronda, is gr- Ronda was good in that uh, build-up, but Floyd is smoother here. Yeah, but I'm just talking about the Floyd match anyway. Him. I'm not talking about the whole gaga surrounding it either. Yeah, but I think that, that does colour my love of it is the build-up a little bit. But I did enjoy the entourage. I did like any move that the big show did. Who is is it his uncle that like is the the guy with the white suit? He's like his promoter. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I don't know around. if it is a member or not. Yeah, no. uh, but, but it's like, brilliant. He can't be doing that. It's a wrestling match. <laughs> he definitely can do that. Yeah. And then your guys are the one that hit him with a chair. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it is just plain, and I do like that because that is that whole boxing thing when they come out with like fifteen people, and so they play that up. And yeah. I don't know if some of these, if they were all part of Floyd's entourage, or maybe like the guys who were taking the bigger bumps, if they were like local wrestlers that they wanted. I don't, I don't know. One, I know. I if know. they were part of his entourage, then they did a really, really, really good job. I know between show and Mayweather, they rehearsed the match, like move for move for move in well, advance. You can see that there is a mechanical quality to it you know yeah um it, so it wouldn't surprise me if you could probably convince the like train the entourage to take one specific yeah. bump um and also the other thing i've got noted down of course is the three chair shots to the head yeah I watched the youtube version where it's all like freeze framed i don't know if that's what it's like on the network now no no on the network you see it yeah um well it's sort I'm of assuming the, the... big show puts his hand up and sort of semi blocks it doesn't he he does. He does. I think he takes one to the skull a bit because he gets his hat. His hand is wide. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, if, I don't know if this counts as a celebrity match, but a non-traditional wrestlers match. Another one I would put ahead of this is the Vince Shane match from WrestleMania 17. You know, I don't know if that one counts as well, but but it is also similar. Like they cover it with so much gaga. There's so much yeah. craziness going on throughout. Like, I don't deny it's entertaining, and I was pleasantly surprised at how much I was entertained by it at the time. I don't think it holds up as well as I remembered mm-hmm. it being, but I did enjoy it. But yeah. I don't think, like, do you have anything else you want to say about the match? No, I, 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 I agree with you there. It, it, it didn't play out as quite smoothly as I had in my head. I think there was some rose tint on my glasses um, there, my mental glasses. I would also say that Floyd is, I mean, obviously the storyline was. I mean, weirdly, Floyd showed a lack of ego in being willing to look bad. Like, he runs away at one point, you know. He's like, 
he plays up the heel very well. I guess when I was mucking around uh, in my like head, like uh, fantasy booking, it's like they've picked Big Show for the size difference, and it's like if they'd gone heel all in from the start, they could have like had a hot run at it. Well, I think you're not going to get a wrestling match out of Floyd because I don't think Floyd grew up that much of a wrestling fan, particularly. I don't no, think I, I think he did, but I don't think he was interested in learning all that to be to do a proper no, wrestling match. Whereas no. obviously Ronda wanted to. Ronda wanted yeah. to be a wrestler. I don't think Mayweather wanted to do that, so it was working within, okay, so you're a boxer, what do you know? What are the basics we can do with you? And what's yeah. the what's the thing that would attract people? It's the freak show. Not the freak show, the big show. You know, it's the, it's the, yeah, you know, it's the, it's size, the size difference. difference That's that what makes idea. it appealing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, because I, I wager there will have been at least a few boxing fans who bought this yeah. just to see if Big Show did cock up and legit injure Floyd because Floyd is that hated okay to put it another way if they finally do what I think people I think everyone thinks at one point or another is probably going to happen and that's bring Conor McGregor in if Conor has just wants to do the show and doesn't want to put in the effort or whatever then you're putting him in with someone like Braun Strowman or someone like that yeah. if he wants to try and wrestle and have a wrestling match then you will put him in with someone like Daniel Bryan or Finn Balor. Oh. Seth Rollins. Oh. Someone no, like you've made me think about um, McGregor Bryan. Because Bryan's good enough on the mic to uh, handle Connor. And these, well, we don't know in the ring. Like in a shoot, who would win that? Um, but you can kind of work it as well. Like the way that, that if you were to play that up, I mean, let's, let's quickly go over this. But how does Connor lose when he loses? Submission. Yeah. What does Daniel Bryan do? Submission. There's your story right there. In my head, I've got Orton going legend, full legend killer for like one last ride. <laughs> and like, because I'd love to see Orton McGregor. But anyway, let's go back to Floyd and this match. I'd still recommend people give it a watch if they just want to see, like, I've just got a curiosity. It's like, you're not going to have a bad time. I, like I said, I wouldn't put it in the top of my slot. I think it helps that it's 30 minutes. I mean, you look at it like a few years later, they make Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole go like 25 minutes or something like that in total. Don't oh, you? don't remind me I watched that live. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. You know, that was horrible. They work within they work within the limitations and everyone does, you know, it's well booked. I'd be curious to see who was in charge of that match. I yeah. mean, it would be someone like a, a Pat Patterson or someone like that, you know? It's very well structured. Mm. It, both men look... Exactly like they're supposed to at the end. I think Big Show's always had a good uh, like brain. Look, you can tell Big Show's a smart guy in the wrestling psychology and everything. Mm. He's got a good brain to it. So I imagine he had some really good input in this as well. It's definitely a lot more successful than his Akibono situation oh, a few years earlier. I think Big Show had like such a great crash course because he was immediately mixing it up with yeah. like hogan savage and people yeah, like yeah. that and they had to train him on the job and yeah say what you will about like the limitations of uh hulk hogan his psychology was pretty damn good yeah well we'll have to talk about hulk hogan at the later days i have at least a couple of hulk hogan matches i know i want us to discuss but we're gonna hold off on that because i'm gonna make another pick and we can't do another WWE match now until match seven at the earliest we're gonna be venturing outside of the u.s but we'll be staying in north america for our next match as we go into the world of Lucha Libre, probably the most underrepresented form of uh, pro wrestling in the modern era uh, during the Five Star Athon. So we've been looking like, uh, to hopefully expand our knowledge base on that as we go through this series as well. And it felt like by far the most appropriate match to go with would be the one that is often cited more than any other as the greatest match in the history of Lucha Libre. 
and it was the 2000 Wrestling Observer Match of the Year. And given that that was, you know, maybe the greatest in-ring year in the WWF's history, that's pretty darn impressive. So we're at CMLL, it's one of those Luchas de Apuestas matches, it's Mask versus Mask, as Atlantis takes on Villano de Tres, or Villano the Third, or whatever it is that's supposed to mean, uh, in a w- one fall to a finish match, where both men's masks and therefore their heritage and their identity are on the line. Like I said, to many people this is the greatest match in the history of Lucha Libre, so... Let's see what myself and Simon have to think about that. So if people want to get in touch with you, Simon, how can they do so? Uh, they can get in touch with me on Twitter, where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free. Free for the number of chair shots to the head that Big Show took. My name is Lorca Mullen, that's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A for all-time greatest. N for not if you count people who fight against other fighters in their prime. That's my Twitter handle, Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd. If you put in at gmail.com at the end of it, that's my email address. Get in touch with the show, lmtyspod at gmail.com. Lmtyspod is also our Twitter handle, and look us up on Facebook. And we'll be doing weekly updates on Facebook, will we, Simon, going forward? We will be doing them on both, because cut and paste is such a a wonderful invention. But there's nothing left to say at this point, except that my name's Lorcan Mullen. And my name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us tell you something. Have a great time. Until the next time.